Welcome back to another edition of Sunday Success with Be Feed Me. This week, we're going to be breaking down a vegan baka sauce. We're going to do some dried pasta with it and a roasted asparagus on the side. A quick chocolate peanut butter cup that I promise will knock your socks off. And for breakfast, we're going back to a good classic, the Jennifer Aniston Oats. And before we get any of that started, I'm really thirsty and I don't feel like doing anything crazy today. So I'm going to take my large glass of water and a slice of lemon and just throw it in there and enjoy. Now that we have our hydration station covered, and you've had a sip of water too, we're going to get started with our dessert that won't hurt, because by the time we're done with everything else at the end of it, you'll get to have a dessert. This is what you're going to need. I have a couple of bowls so I can mix some things in. I'm using my silicon um, tray, muffin tray, excuse me, because it took me a second to think of that. For my chocolate, I'm going to be using one tablespoon of coconut oil and one cup of chocolate chips. You can use semi-sweet chocolate chips or whichever ones you'd like. Microwave it for a minute and a half. Mix it all together and you have like instant chocolate. It's wonderful. It's beautiful. It makes the world a better place. For my peanut butter filling, I'm going to be using three-fourths a cup of peanut butter and a fourth of a cup of maple syrup to make it sweet. You also don't have to use peanut butter. You can use any kind of nut butter you'd like to use. It's really on you. I'm also going to add about two to three tablespoons of nut pot in there just to give a little more of a creaminess. And I have this collagen packet that you can put just like in a beverage serving. I'm going to add that to my peanut butter mixture. I'm going to microwave it for a minute so everything can come together. Without the collagen, I'll put the collagen after it's been microwaved just in case. I don't want to mix around with that too much. I then have melted chocolate and this melted peanut butter substance. I'll take my tablespoon and evenly distribute it into how many of the chocolate peanut butters I'd like to make. I usually go for about 10. Sometimes I'll go for 12, but I just don't feel like there's enough peanut butter for all 12 cups. So 10 is usually my good number. Tablespoon for each of the bottom. Then I will evenly distribute the peanut butter and then cover with more chocolate freeze up to an hour or refrigerate for four hours. And before you refrigerate or freeze them, feel free to add some fun flaky salt or crushed nuts or whatever you'd like. This is a delicious dessert. It's so quick. It's so easy. We're going to build off of this and make so many fun things. You know, I went to the Ohio State University and I'm a good Buckeye. And before I forget, for storage of your chocolate peanut butter cups, after you remove them from your muffin tray, you can either leave them in the refrigerator or the freezer. They will last up to a week in the refrigerator and over two months in the freezer. I have never had them last longer than that. They're one of my favorite combinations of all time, and you're just going to eat these up. Ugh, but a cup. I couldn't resist there. Sorry. Anyhow, now moving on to our vegan sauce. Blah, blah. Moving on to our vegan vodka sauce, boss. I'm going to break down first everything you're going to need for this sauce, and then I'm going to tell you how we're going to make it. We're going to start with a cup of cashews. You're going to want to soak those overnight in about two cups of water. Just like when we make the vegan cheese, the longer we soak our cashews, the smoother of the sauce we're going to get. I'm going to be using one medium onion that I've diced up, three stalks of celery, two medium-sized carrots, half a cup of vodka, half a cup of veggie stock, a 28-ounce can of whole-peeled tomatoes that were steamed, and then you have an option for a third of a cup of a milk of your choice. You know I'll be using Nut Pod. 
and parm cheese if you would like to use cheese. If you don't want to use cheese, you're more than welcome to use nutritional yeast or ramajan to give a little more of a cheesy taste. And for spices, I'll also be using two bay leaves and about a half a tablespoon of dried sage and salt and pepper to taste. To make this sauce, I'm going to be making it on my stovetop with my large um, Dutch oven. I'll be needing a cutting board, my knife that I feel comfortable with, a can opener to open my tomatoes, and I can't think if I'm forgetting anything else, a couple bowls and all kinds of other fun stuff. I believe in you in the kitchen. Okay, so moving on to make this sauce. I'm going to bring in my Dutch oven to a medium-high heat. We're going to do the water test to make sure it does the little dance so we know it's ready to go. We're going to add a tablespoon of a cooking fat of your choice. Make sure it's something that can hold a high heat because we want to really get some fun and sweating out of our vegetables. I'm going to first dice up my carrots and throw them in there. After they go for about 7 to 10 minutes, I'm then going to throw in my medium onion and celery that's also diced together. Once I put the onion and celery, I'll be adding in my bay leaves and my sage and salt and pepper to taste. And we want to get that fawn going on. So minimal stirrage and just enjoy the sizzle. After that gets going and you see the caramelization starting, this is where we're adding the half a cup of vodka. So once the vodka goes in, it's going to make a really big sound. The alcohol hitting the flame is going to be a big moment. Turn your heat down to a medium heat. And once the majority of that liquid has cooked off, this is where you're going to add in your cashews. And really, this is up to you. You can either add in the cashews with all of the liquid. It'll make your sauce um, a little thinner, but I like mine a little thicker. So I'm going to remove the liquid that my cashews were sitting in and just throw them right in there. So they start cooking with the vodka and kind of like bring all that flavor together. Once the liquid is cooked down a little more, I'm going to add in my canned tomatoes cover it and just let that go until it's boiling. It's going to take about 20 minutes. So while our sauce is all coming together, I'm going to get started on my asparagus and my pasta. I'm going to boil my pot of water and just follow the recipe for my pasta. I'm most likely going to be using bonza pasta. It's a chickpea pasta. I feel like I'm eating more vegetables, so I don't feel as bad. But in truth, for all of the gluten-free pastas I've ever tried, it holds the best body when you eat it and keep it for the next day. For my asparagus, I've preheated the oven to 425 degrees, and I'm just going to cook them lightly because I'm going to want to smother them all over the sauce and with the pasta, so I'm just going to snap them in half. When you break apart asparagus with your hands, they'll naturally come apart where the fiber woody part meets like the softer vegetable, so you can just snap them, and then it's a much easier than like getting the knife out and cutting it. I'm going to quickly toss it with some oil about a tablespoon's worth, salt and pepper, and I'm going to cook it for 8 to 13 minutes. Once the cooking time is done, they have the right golden brown that I want. I'll finish it with a little bit of lemon juice. And we'll go back to checking on our sauce. You'll know your sauce is ready when all the vegetables are really mushy, and then this is a good time where you can take your immersion blender and bring it to a smooth blend. It took me about seven-ish minutes for it all to come together and it was ready to rock. It's absolutely wonderful. This is also your time to add in your third of a cup of milk of choice if you'd like and a little bit of Parmesan cheese if you'd like as well or the Ramajan, who knows. Once it's all blended, um, another trick I'll like to do is steal a little bit of the pasta water and add it into my sauce because the starches from the pasta water are still going to bring it together, very similar to how you would if you made another pasta dish. 
But once your sauce is done, you can store it in Ziploc bags in the freezer or enjoy it, spread it out amongst meals, have pizza with it, calzones, pasta with asparagus is definitely one of my favorites, Ugh, and enjoy. And at this point, your chocolate peanut butter cups are definitely ready. But before we go, one of my favorite breakfasts is to have oats with chocolate peanut butter and strawberries all over the top of it. So I have these delicious chocolate peanut butter cups that I'm going to break up and then I'm just going to top it on top of my Jennifer Aniston oats. This is a classic for me. We're going to take a third of a cup of oats into a bowl or container of your choice that's microwave safe, fill it with water just so that the oats are covered and microwave for a minute 30. Once it's done, we're then going to take a pinch of salt and one egg white or the equivalent is about a fourth of a cup of egg whites if you're going to measure it. You're going to want to microwave that for a minute and 30, mix it all together. And then I always have frozen bananas on hand. I'll add a scoop of peanut butter, about a tablespoon's worth, some cinnamon, and that's my base that I will then have topped with this chocolate peanut butter crumble that I've now quickly made and some fresh strawberries because it is their season. I hope you enjoyed today's episode of Be Feed Me and you'll be sure to tune in Friday for a special movement episode. Wishing you the best week and I'll catch you later, Gator.